Welcome horse lovers, you're listening to the Heart Horse Podcast. Coming to you from the Heart Horse headquarters in Los Angeles, California with your hosts Charlotte and Tista. On today's episode, we talk about being in business for six months now, how it's going and where we're going. Well, it's not really an anniversary, but happy being in business for six months, technically. Yeah. Full six months. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> it's been quite a ride. I can't really, It. I mean, I know everyone feels like this for this year, but you're just like, wow, wow, looking back on it, wow. Yeah, it feels simultaneously <laughs> like it's been 10 years and like it's been one second since we were originally Sitting in my living room and brainstorming. No, I miss. I kind of miss those days. Yeah, <laughs> we were so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yep, yep. <laughs> we were fresh and and whatever. What do they call it? Like when your eyes are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> fresh. We and didn't fancy know. Green. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we knew nothing. We knew nothing, and we know we know a lot a lot more now. Still feel like we know nothing sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been. A really big learning experience starting a business. Um, we've, I think we said on before on different podcasts, but Charlotte, you know, had started a business before, so knew some about it. But this is my first time being a small business owner, and definitely, like, you know, everyone who has a business in 2020 is like, okay, this is really new and different. So that's been interesting. Um, I think we should like share again how we kind of came up with the idea for Heart Horse and like how it all began. Yeah, back to the beginning. Because it's almost a year since that, since we had like the day that it, (sighs) yeah, yeah, we had the idea. Yeah, Um, yeah. So Charlotte and I had um, been friends for a few months and um, we actually were having a little Christmas date to exchange Christmas gifts. So we went to uh, one of our favorite cafes and got some chais and um, some donuts. <laughs> and we went to the horse's paddock um, where I had my horse Juno at the time and sat there and had our little breakfast and exchanged gifts. And Charlotte gave me <laughs> a little candle. <laughs> it was the cutest little handmade candle that everyone, anyone's ever given me. And I loved it. And I was just like gosh, wouldn't it be so cute to, like, be able to get fun little horsey gifts, like, in the mail? And then it was like, bam, then we're both just talking about it, and we came up the whole with the whole, like, subscription box idea. And yeah. do you remember anything from that in particular? From that original inception? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just the feeling of being, of how, like, free-flowing the ideas were coming to yeah. us. We were just like... <gasps> And this and that and then this and that and <laughs> it was so exciting and I remember us um, I remember it starting to feel really real when we like got out our computers and started making lists yeah and we still have some of those lists and sometimes we look back and laugh at them like oh. <laughs> Cause it's, yeah because it's amazing how much it's evolved since those original ideas we had about what it was going to be um, and I you know I think at that point we did want a community aspect to it and we wanted it to feel really community building but. We hadn't really conceptualized the having an online, like a strong online component. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, looking at those lists was just like, oh, <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, so different now. And then yeah, and then so Charlotte and I spent, you know, um, a couple months just 
you know, we read books about subscription companies and um, we spent a lot of time brainstorming and thinking about what it was going to look like, how we we're going to do it, what was going to... Started making business plans. Making a business plan, um, business proposal for our investor. Yeah. And yeah, it was definitely a little crash course. I mean, so signed up as an LLC and all of this seems so intimidating in the get-go, um, especially all the legal stuff where you're like, it feels so vinyl and like big but i'll say if anyone's out there like looking to start this is like it's actually shockingly easy <laughs> like it's a really really not hard so yeah it's just like seems really unapproachable yeah it seems unapproachable guy. but um yeah pretty easy to do and yeah and then um we made a plan to launch at, at may mm-hmm. um and then of course covid happened and things we went in lockdown um in march mm-hmm. march april and yeah, and then we had to really kind of pause and think about how how that was going to change what we were doing. How what was it going to make things a lot harder to do? Right, because at that point we had started to um, very much so dream about this community around Heart Horse, mm-hmm. and initially we definitely envisioned that being a lot of in-person, because mm-hmm. that's how we met, was in person at a beautiful um, horse-centered gathering, and it felt incredible and uh, incomparable to anything else I had ever experienced, and yeah. so we really wanted to be able to cultivate that feeling within the community and so it was very obvious to us that there would be these in-person gatherings Mm -hmm. and um, we could have speakers and there'd be just this amazing exchange of information and ideas and um, community and so when we went into lockdown and we were realizing that this whole thing was a lot bigger than we had could have anticipated that we really had to change that idea. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, because we didn't even see each other for like a month. We yes, had we were doing Zoom virtually dates. Too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we were doing Zoom dates and yeah, just figuring out what that could look like as two people who also um didn't spend a whole lot of time online and what a community mm-hmm. could look like for a group of people who's who are connecting over a shared passion of something that is so not online. <laughs> right. Yeah. Horses are so real life. Yeah. <laughs> you're out there with your horse and how do you bridge that gap between all the experiences and feelings you're having there to bring you into an online space and connecting with other people. Exactly. About it. But yeah, community has always been so important to both Charlotte and I and we you know, we, we both have gone through periods of, like, feeling really, really isolated and really hopeless, mm-hmm. um, especially when it came to our horse lives. And, you know, meeting each other was so huge. And all the other people we got to meet at that event that we went to, um, it really transformed us. Like, it made it, I mean, for myself, it definitely made me feel a whole lot less alone. Yeah. Um, a lot more understood, a lot more empowered to be able to feel like I had something to offer other people as well. Um so, you know, when we're thinking about making Heart Horse into a community, really at its core, that's what it is and that's what we want it to be and that's where we want it to grow. Yeah, we had to just think about, like, how does that happen and how can we translate? It's hard to do. I think people don't realize how hard that actually is, especially when it's not centered on something like a particular person mm-hmm. um, 
or a particular sort of like horsemanship method or um, or even something that's more like goal oriented, right? Like specifically goal oriented, like mm-hmm. achieving X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, it's, pre- it's pretty difficult to like figure out how to build that community in an online space. But yes, I think we, we really were... jumped into the deep end. Yeah, we really did. We didn't like, it <laughs> was the hardest thing. <laughs> we did, but it's, it's also, it's the most exciting because yeah. there's, it's so expansive. Mm-hmm. And really, I think for us too, it's about um, being able to dive in and like, you know, I'll run with this analogy to swim around in these in these waters of exploration on what it is to love horses and, you know, is there a division between horse life and, quote, real life and mm-hmm. where are those lines and where do they beautifully um, cross into each other and all of the things that really we have trouble naming where there's, you know, incredible whole books and poems and songs about Mm -hmm. horses and they're so incredibly inspiring and it's not something you can just sum up in one sentence and say, this is why this works. This is why you love horses. Mm -hmm. Like it's not something like that. And so it is a way bigger bigger space to step into it is yeah answering that question of why why do we love horses who are we as people who love horses Mm -hmm. and um how do we cultivate that like affinity for horses in a way that like really allows the most growth and like most expansiveness absolutely and I think that's really what we're like digging into now now that we've really we're in it and we're off and running and we're realizing that a lot of, um, a lot of what we're excited about diving into is allowing our experience, our passion, our inherent draw to horses to inform how we can be more in touch with ourselves Mm -hmm. and with each other and with, everything really how to have a more cohesive enjoyable happy life absolutely yeah Charlotte and I started off really wanting to be able to support people in their relationship with their horse right and Mm -hmm. and really um provide the tools to do that so it kind of evolved them when we were really looking at that and really got into it like well what how do we actually really do that you know especially when we're not making it about solving behavioral issues or addressing training problems and that kind of stuff. Like Mm -hmm. how do we actually support that relationship? And we figured out where we're most needed and where we can offer the most is actually in supporting the person. Yeah. And, and that's something that's so is lacking in the equestrian world. And just in general, people, people really, you know, talk about self care, but it's so flippant. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's so shallow and like just surface level and it's something that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, self-care is, like, on the list, right? But really to be in a relationship with a horse and have these expansive, groundbreaking, transformative experience with horses and just and then also just to, like, <laughs> have a good time with them in our lives when it so, can be so difficult to care for them and keep them and everything, um, you have to take care of yourself. And yeah. your horse wants that. Your horse wants you to show up for you yeah. first and 
make sure that you're fulfilling your needs and that you're bringing your best to yourself so you can bring your best to them. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's now what we, that's what hard horse is now. You know, we're, we're focused on you. Dear Absolutely. One. <laughs> yes, we are. We want you to have a place where you can come and celebrate the joyful parts of what's going on with your horse and beyond that. And then also a place to like lay down your troubles and your worries amongst others who, whether or not they've had the same experience, they can relate. And that is so deeply powerful to be able to be held by people who are walking um, a path similar to yours. And you and I both have experienced the total um, isolation of having these deep thoughts and emotions around and inspired by our horses and having no one to share them with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not having that context and, and then especially not having a place to like celebrate it and have fun. And that's something that gets so overlooked too, is just acknowledging what is really great about it and acknowledging what is working and our successes and what makes us feel joy and what brings fun into our lives. Absolutely. And a lot. Yes, absolutely. That's huge. Is that so much of whether it's um, horse care or self-care is about work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And where is the space to not always be working? Where can you say, you know, screw a to-do list. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sharing, you know, um, what's the phrase, like a a burden shared is a burden halved, you know? Mm. So that's why community is so important and why, you know, self-care is something that you actually do with others too. You know, it's not a solo, it is a solo activity in many ways, but it can become even more enriching if that's a practice that you share with other people. Hugely so. And it feels amazing to be able to share generously of yourself with others Mm -hmm. and as much as self-care is about refueling and um, calling things into us there is an aspect of it that I that I really don't hear spoken about much that I have just like thrived with is the giving Mm -hmm. aspect of it too and and how amazingly empowering that can feel and exciting and um, having the honor of like facilitating this community, I feel more filled up than I ever have being on the receiving end of other communities in yeah. the past, even, you know, absolutely. Yeah. It's been, oh, it's been so, it's been so fun. Every time Charlotte and I leave one of our heart horse meetings or, you know, hear back from our members, our podcast listeners too, like, oh, we're just so filled up by how, how like transformative transformative it is for other people and how much they're getting from it and feeling seen and um you know making changes in their life because of the connections they've made or the information they've received so yeah and yeah. each of you like make us feel less alone too yeah yes yes because yeah we totally it's hard we're you know we struggle too and we have really hard days with our horses too so to be able to like have that space for ourselves is is awesome yeah yeah so Charlotte and I spent some time rethinking about where we're going in 2021 and also just where we picture Heart Horse going long term. Yeah. And that bigger vision. So exciting. It's a really exciting vision. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shall we spell the deets? Yeah, spell the deets. Okay. So, 
in the dream, we are a physical and virtual space for horse lovers to be able to... What was the beautiful term? I I can say what I have, but I really want to use what we wrote because it was so nice. So Charlotte and I want to have the physical space, which matters to us. So having a a ranch where we can host guests, host uh, summits, retreats, clinics, where like a real space for everyone to come together and to make those real life connections and have um, shared tangible experiences together. Um, that's really important to us and something we really hope to do. And then, the, of course, the online space as well, like just growing hardware. So, you know, connecting to people internationally, which is such a beautiful um, opportunity we have now as horse lovers. You know, we get to have friends all over the world, not just in our area. Um, yeah, it's incredible. I really see, I see us being able to foster a place for horse lovers to actually utilize that love allow that incredible passion to carry them on this journey of self-reflection and growth and connection and education yeah and that's huge and um just allowing us to like ride that wave why not take that incredible fire that each of us has as a horse lover Mm -hmm. and let that love like lead the journey yeah I love that so much I love that so much because that's what you know there have been multiple times in my life where I seriously considered just quitting horses forever. And I know you had a period where you basically did. And in that, you know, the reason that I kept coming back was because I was like, there's literally no other thing that I can do or feel called to do that hits on every single aspect of my life. Like Mm -hmm. the physical, the emotional, like the intellectual, Mm -hmm. um, spiritual, like the communal, like it, it just like every single box of like, when I look at, all little boxes that like make a fulfilled, happy life, right? Or and make me a good whole person. Mm-hmm. Horses just fill all of them. Like yeah. they just like give me an opportunity to touch on every single one. And so that's what I think we really want to do by providing that physical space and that online space through Heart Horse um, is give people kind of like the foundation to look at how all those little boxes fit together and Mm -hmm. how to fill them and how to connect them. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. I am just so excited. I mean, when we do have that physical space, I see the physical and the virtual space absolutely as one in the same and very fluid between each other. And Mm -hmm. whether you can be there in person or you can't be, um, there's going to be this incredible feeling of connectedness and shared experiences and shared knowledge and um, this exchange of everyone's not only learned knowledge, but your inherent knowledge and your experiential knowledge with your horses and in your life. And we really value each voice in the community. And that is something, um, it's a huge reason why we stay dedicated to um, being outside of method and training and competition, um, because unlike other spaces where there is a hierarchy based mm-hmm. on who has accomplished more right. in whatever realm that is, it's so, it's such a shame. I've seen so many, um, missed opportunities because, 
of a kind of gatekeeping over totally. who can be the leader. Yeah, and absolutely. I really, really am excited for Heart Horse to be a space where we value everybody. Yeah, those gates are wide open. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. Um, and that's something else that we really want. We want to make Heart Horse a space to have people have the experience chance to experience horses and to um, use horses as a platform for self-growth and um, for like a launching off point for finding those connections and make and like learning about yourself um, without necessarily having to have a horse you know or having consistent access to horses Um, I think that really is something that is often overlooked in the horse world is that Horses should be for everybody, horses, and they can be, yes. you know, and you don't, and that doesn't mean that everyone should have a horse, mm-hmm. but they, they should be for everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I so, so feel that, and all that time I was without them, like, that person is so heartwarmed at the idea of, like, having a space where you can connect and be valued as a horse lover without having a physical horse in your care, and or access to them at all. Mm -hmm. And there's still so much to be learned and so much to be explored and excited by and questions to be asked. And that's such a beautiful thing about horses is that they also, you know, are so throughout our existence as humans, they're very archetypal. They're very, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they are the, the muse of those poems and those Mm -hmm. stories and those songs and you know there is no there shouldn't be gatekeeping around the horses agreed yeah yeah so that's the vision it's yeah (laughs) it's yeah it's big it's uh it's definitely a tall order but I I'm really excited about it it's something I've always wanted I've always imagined having you know land to caretake and horses to caretake and a community to caretake and it makes me really excited to think about us accomplishing that together oh I just get so filled up I could almost cry thinking about (laughs) it and I really you know I know that these are big dreams um for two gals trying to make it work but uh (laughs) but I see it I see it so clearly and I can see us driving up to that piece of land that we could be custodians of and that we could share generously with others of and I hope it's soon. Yeah. Yeah. We put, Charlotte and I were trying to be concrete about goals and we thought like 2030. Yeah. Which feels both very far away and like too soon, honestly. But yeah, 2030, hopefully a Heart Horse Ranch. Yeah. Great ground on Heart Horse Ranch. We're going to be there. (laughs) Um, Then shorter term goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. In order to get there. In order to get there. Yeah. You have to kind of map out what what comes next so Mm -hmm. up next for us is just growing the membership to be able to sustain heart horse and what it takes to keep us going yeah um which is you know it's both a lot and not a lot (laughs) yes it seems like a lot from where we are but in the big picture compared to our bigger dreams it's just a small stepping stone exactly so yeah right now we're just hoping that we can grow this community and invite more horse passionate people into this space and 
really taking all the feedback that everybody's been getting us and refining what we're offering and getting really clear and concrete and creating a really like strong and also cozy foundation for mm-hmm. all of us. Yes, I love it. And it's it yeah, we have such amazing members. We have people who've been supporting us for the entire six months that we've been in business. Yeah, we are so and, oh my gosh, so grateful to each of you who has from, you know, day one. I mean my gosh, it blows my mind that people that we haven't yet met in person yeah. are but now I feel so close to and I still am like, how did you even find us? And um and that you put up with us changing our <laughs> changing our websites and changing where we needed you to sign up and it just means the world that um that you've come with us and each little effort we really appreciate and acknowledge and um, we want to reciprocate by just being really free-flowing with what we're able to give. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with starting a business, starting Heart Horse, in the year 2020, and being in business for six uh, six months, what is the best and the worst of that? I think Mm. think it'd be kind of fun for us to think about it, and I think it'd be fun for people to hear. Yes. We'll start with the worst. The yeah, let's start, with the, let's start with the worst, and then we'll go to the best. Okay. <laughs> What's the worst of starting of uh, of the past six months of the whole whole experience? I think the worst has been realizing that we are not yet at the point where we can just fully do hard horse yeah. as our life, and we really wanted that and have been trying to do that yes getting the you know the real (laughs) the real deal realization that that. (laughs) we've got to we've got to take a a few steps back and Mm -hmm. um you know so that we can pay our rent and you know right human (laughs) things like that yeah yeah it's been it was kind of interesting you know charlotte and i with the way things came down for both of us for our work um this year it it was it was the best of times, it was the worst of times because we did both get to stop working other jobs. We had so much time, especially um, you know, right when the lockdown started, because mm-hmm. um, we both went out of work at that time because of COVID. So we had all this time to be dedicating to hardware, which felt really good. Um and it's worked out oddly well and and in our favor in that sense, but in another sense, like it yeah, it's, it's just put us in a weird position where we're not really um, in the place financially to be able to, like, continue working full-time for a hard horse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been – yeah, that's been – that's a hard a hard realization. We were both really hoping that we could just fully give ourselves to this and not have to um, seek too many outside resource supports. Exactly. But that's not how it shook down, and that's yeah. totally okay. We're going to keep it going anyway <laughs> the best that we can. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's a really hard, that's a hard one, especially when I think a lot of people have this when they become adults, you know, when you're a kid, you get told like you can do anything and you know, the world's your oyster. And if you just work hard, then you'll achieve your dreams. And that, I mean, I think a lot of that's still true. And I like to think that way, like with so much abundance, right? Like that I can do anything. Like I can achieve my dreams and I think we can, Yeah. but it's hard to temper that with like real world stuff and yeah adult responsibilities and um trying to balance it all and it's scary to think you know that 
all this time that we have been able to dedicate so much time to Hard Horse that and we're not where we thought we would be, where we projected we would be right now. And it's scary to think, well, how are we going to get where where our dreams are if we can if we have less time now? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's a real challenge. Yeah. So stay tuned for how we figure that out. Yeah, we have a plan A, we B, and C. So yeah. we have multiple plans for for that. But yeah, it's um, it's hard. Yeah, it's also hard. I think dealing with the feeling of of it's all on us, you know. Um, which I think is a lie to a degree, you know, but I think it's an especially American value that, you know, if you, if you work hard enough, like it's all, it's on you. Like you put in the hard work, you'll get there. Right. Or, and as small business owners, we literally don't have anyone else to look at like for for our success. Right. So, and our model and what we're actually doing isn't something that we can in any way model after anything else. Right. Yeah. Cause it's super unique. Um, and there's some some aspects that are similar to other kinds of companies, but yeah, what we're trying to achieve is so needed because there's there's not really anyone else doing it yet. Um, yeah, so it's kind of that uncertainty I think has been really hard, mm-hmm. um, but also good to just learn how to live in that space and to and to allow for like that both and of like this is really challenging and I'm still like having an amazing time or yes, it's not working out. But like, well, and it can still get there. You know? Yes. So, so important. And that just because it's not where we hoped it would be now, it doesn't mean it is somehow because we haven't worked hard enough or we're not good enough or it's not or our dream isn't valid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> another worst experience that happened in the business. So you go into a small business and we knew something was going to go wrong at some point, right? Mm. You know, like, of course, we're human error is a thing. You can't, like, you can't be everything all the time. So we're like, we did pretty good for a really long time. I was like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm like, what are we going to screw up on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, nothing major was happening until the cookies. <laughs> oh, the cookies. Oh, my God, y'all. We spent two, three days making... Yeah. These Halloween cookies that were so freaking cute. Horse, for your horses. For horses. It wasn't for horses. people. No. <laughs> we were making horse cookies. We wanted them to be adorable. We came up with our own recipe. We did a video of the recipe. We had to refrigerate the dough because we wanted to be able to make it adorable shapes. Yeah, they we were got super cute. Glitter, like oh Halloween inspired, like little ghosts and bats with activated charcoal and edible glitter. And they were literally the cutest horse treats ever. Yeah. And our horses love them. Our horses love them. We tested it all out and then we sent them off in our boxes because Charlotte and I like, you know, as much as we can. Um, we like including little DIY stuff yeah. here and here and again because um, yeah. it's just so personal and it makes us feel so happy to like be handcrafting things to send to our yeah. Members. It's so it's so important to be able to like really every single thing that comes from us is so filled with like love and joy and we have a good time doing it yeah. and it's so intimate yeah. and it really is a way to connect with all of you that. We wish we could see you in person, but it means the world to us to see you, like, with these things that we know just where we made them, and yeah. we made them thinking of you, and 
So yeah, the cookies. <laughs> so we learned that we'll never DIY yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing again. Yeah. Well, we, we were trying to be so good and make them sugar-free, uh -huh. which we later learned sugar is a very important aspect in the preservation mm -hmm. and mold avoidance yes. in foods. Yeah. So our, uh, our <laughs> cookies became way spookier than we intended. Oh. And uh, Charlotte and I had to, you know just swallow our pride and admit the mistake and we also had to recall our or try to we tried to um, recall all the boxes that we had sent out right so they were like halfway out to their people which was expensive and incredibly expensive um <laughs> the most expensive cookies ever yeah. <laughs> um, and we did get a lot back but some didn't and everyone thankfully was i mean all you beautiful people i love you so much uh everyone was really gracious about the yeah the, the, tr the trick or treat that we sent them <laughs> the true trick the true trick um, oh my god but yeah that was one of the worst my stomach we tr and we tested them it just blows my mind but like my stomach just completely dropped when i like figured it out that yeah. that had happened i was like oh no <laughs> no oh wow yeah that was that was a that was a rough day. It was a rough day. But it ended up being one of my favorite boxes that we've done. It was. I know. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I love, I love, I love that box. And yeah. Yeah. But it was hard. It mm -hmm. was expensive. It'd be nice if we had that money now. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that was definitely one of the worst. I would say that, yeah, those are the worst. And, you know, it ain't so bad. No. What's the, um, what's the best? Oh, Lady D. Oh, yes. So the, one of the best things that we've gotten from the business that we got for the business was lady d who is our um canon 5d camera which charlotte and i lusted after for i mean a so long time long. I, I, at least 10 years for yeah me. i've been thinking about so that camera <laughs> and honestly she's worth every single penny yeah it's just amazing it's like that camera just produces beautiful it's incredible like with my old business i had just a regular i think i had a canon rebel and I can't tell you how much time I spent editing the photos yeah. forever and ever and ever and ever. And oh, this camera just, oh, it's perfect. It's beautiful. beautiful. It takes a second to edit the photos. Yeah. Oh, I love her. I yeah. love her so much. She really. makes me happy. I'm really grateful for like the initial investment we got because that allowed yeah. that camera to come into yeah. I, our lives and it's made a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> if all else fails, Lady D is still by our side. <laughs> I know. Um, best experience then, I guess, Ooh. with starting Heart Horse. Best experience. I, like I think I, just meeting everybody. Yeah, you I was know, getting say to make that. these amazing connections with such beautiful people and getting to know our members and having, you know, conversations with them and our meetings and yeah, it's been such a fulfilling and rewarding part. Oh, yeah. Every I would say the best part. I love our Zoom meetings so much when I get to see and talk to everybody in real time and yeah, on the herd, every time we're in a discussion or I see a notification that there's something going on is the best experience yeah. ever. It just, it's not lost on me how amazing it is that each of you shows up and that each of you who's listening to this chose to press play and yeah. that just really, really matters. It matters a lot to us. Yeah. Um, I'll say the other best experience of starting Hard Horse has been able to... Um, 
have all this time with you. I know. As my friend and my it's business so partner. Cool. And we're so lucky. I, I mean, Charlotte and I spend more time together than with our own partners. And in so many different ways, you know, our horses are together and they have to go out together because they have pretty severe separation um, anxiety at this point. So Charlotte and I spend hours upon hours with each other uh-huh. every day and and have navigated some tricky stuff, you yeah. know. We've had to, like, have some really hard conversations sometimes about either our horses and what we were going to do for them or mm-hmm. um, with the business especially and what we were going to do. And um, it's been so beautiful I having know. you in my life. We have such a great relationship. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I love it. I'm so grateful for it. And that's something that we say to each other all the time. It's yeah. just like, I'm grateful for you. Yeah. I'm glad I have you by my side <laughs> doing it. And, yeah, that is so amazing and such a gift. It and really is. If everything else didn't exist. Yeah. And it's, he's still so, so lucky. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something we really focused on. We started Hard Horse too. And, you know, I remember even that initial day we were talking about going into business together and creating this. And I said, well, but I want you to always be my friend first. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it matters so much to me. That, I'm really cry talking about it. Yeah. It matters so much to me that you're my friend. <laughs> it matters so much to me too. And I've never had such an amazing friend. Yeah. And you... Being able to work with you and dream with you. Like, I would never have these dreams. I would never yeah. have enough confidence in myself to think that this could be real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it makes all the difference to have yeah, have you in my yeah. life and have all the other people that we've met who supported us and just believe in us, too. And we believe in them. And it, yeah. You it, guys were both, like, teary-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely the best. That is yeah. the best outcome, is and which is great because that's what, that's the whole goal. That's what we want. Yeah, you know, we want everyone to feel exactly how Charlotte and I feel right now. Exactly. So, well, I think we'll probably wrap it up. But like, guys, we love Heart Horse. We know you love it too, and we need your help to keep it going. We really need it. It really, really matters. And you know, I know as. <sighs> I know for me, sometimes I see things that excite me and intrigue me and I say, you know, maybe next month, maybe when I get around to it, put things off. Um, but with this one, with Hard Horse, don't wait yeah. because what it might not know? be here in the future for you <laughs> if you're not there for us now. So yeah. we would love if you would show up for us in whatever way is possible for you Um of course, we're incredibly grateful for anybody signing up for membership or even if you want to gift someone a cowgirl care box or get some herd brew from our website. And if you're not in a place to financially support, if you tell people about Heart Horse, if you share the podcast, if you write us a review. Yeah, please write us a review. Honestly, that helps a lot. If you yeah. can't, if you can't like financially support, the reviews help a lot. Send us a testimonial, like email it to us. Yeah. Contact at hardhorsebox.com. That helps us a lot. It's huge. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And the membership, our, our goals, you know, just to keep so we have monthly bills mm-hmm. um, that are just for the business, and this doesn't include Charlotte and I getting paid at all. Yeah. Um, we have monthly bills that add up to about $500 a month, mm-hmm. and um, those are ongoing. And if we can't pay those, then we have to stop doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so our goal to be able to just meet those bills is 40 members, but ideally more than that. But yes. the minimum goal is 40 members, so that means we basically have to double our membership for mm-hmm. where it is right now. Mm-hmm. So you're listening and you have the opportunity to support us 
by becoming a member, you are going to have so much fun with us yeah. in Hard Horse. We have so much to offer and we're, you know, we're growing and adjusting all the time. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's, I just, the invitation is so extended to you and, you know, investing in Heart Horse and in this journey gives us the opportunity to directly support you. And that is yes. what we're so passionate and so excited about and so ready to do. And I hope you'll let us do that for you. Yeah. So this is our last uh, podcast episode of season one. Thank you everyone so much for listening. We're going to be back in January with a season two, um, which will be slightly restructured and even more amazing. Um, but yeah, every listener, wherever you are right now, driving, doing the dishes, uh, getting ready for your day, we, we are so appreciative of you. Thank you for listening to the podcast, for um, supporting us and believing in our vision. Yeah, we see you. We love you. We invite you into the herd. Heart Horse is the equestrian community you've always longed for. One where we celebrate and support the unique relationships we each have with our horses. Membership starts at just $20 a month with an option to receive our carefully curated bi-monthly Heart Horse Box. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Heart Horse Box for the latest news. Drop us a comment or a DM. We'd love to hear from you.